we all need data to make decisions. Mm -hmm. Typically data just leads to questions, right? If you have the good data, it should point you where questions need to be answered. Um, and is typically in anomalies or outliers, right? Whether those outliers are good or bad, we want to replicate the good and eliminate the bad. But if you're a multi-site operator, you get that data that shows you there's a 30% spread in your average ticket value between your high-performing teams and your low-performing locations. Well, what's causing that spread? Because if you can get an additional even half of that, additional 15% in all of your locations, if you're operating 30 locations, 50 locations, that's hundreds of thousands of additional revenue a year. What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at OvationUp.com. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Give an Ovation. I am uh, joined with Brock Weeks, as you can tell from his cup of Savvy Solutions. Um, he's the founder and CEO of Savvy. I know, we got to be repping the, the big goals, right? Um, anyway, founder and CEO of Savvy Solutions, which uses integrated video to generate uh, insights and prevent loss. They're working with brands like Burger King, uh, Fizz, Little Caesars, Del Taco, Verizon, lots more. Um, he is a, he's a great guy. Uh, we're actually, coincidentally, both Utah-based. So yep. there we go. If the sun's shining in the same way, and that's why. Um, yep. So first of all, Brock, thanks for hopping on, man. appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast and sharing a little bit of your uh, wisdom. Yeah. Well, we don't know how much wisdom's there, but happy to be here. <laughs> you having me on, Zach. Um, okay. So first of all, from when when I first heard about Savvy, and I know that you have a background, um, you you did innovation for a home security company and uh, a smart home company, and then you you started Savvy. And initially, I always thought that Savvy was just an alarm company for restaurants. Uh, yeah. And come to find out that you guys do so much more. So tell me a little bit about what's what's the vision of Savvy. Uh, what do you guys do? Who do you help? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you a little of our origin story because that'll help kind of tell you the vision. Like you said, we started in security and surveillance um, and was working for one of the largest security companies in the country leading up their innovation. And we were started meeting with retailers and restaurant operators throughout the country that were operating between about 100 to 1,000 locations, right? So fairly good sized groups. Um, and they got crazy excited when we told them we could tell them when their store opened um, and when their store closed just based upon the alarm. Oh. And we're, we started asking more and more questions and they talked about how difficult it is when you're operating these dispersed locations and dispersed geographies to know what's actually happening in the store from a brand compliance perspective from are they actually implementing the training that's been given to them and really just things we take for granted maybe running a business where we're just always able to check on and see how things are going um, and that really led to the formation of Savvy is that we could leverage the existing infrastructure from security and surveillance to actually gain insight um, into what was going on in the store. Um, originally, it was really focused on loss prevention, right? Just preventing loss. Um, but as we started the company and um, continued to iterate on the services, um, 
it's led to our platform today, which is real-time data reporting, right? We all need data to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Typically, data just leads to questions, right? If you have the good data, it should point you where questions need to be answered. Um, and is typically in anomalies or outliers, right? Whether those outliers are good or bad, we want to replicate the good and eliminate the bad. But if you're a multi-site operator, you get that data that shows you there's a 30% spread in your average ticket value between your high-performing teams and your low-performing locations. Well, what's causing that spread? Because if you can get an additional even half of that, additional 15% in all of your locations, if you're operating 30 locations, 50 locations, that's hundreds of thousands of additional revenue a year. Um, so what we've built at Savvy is a real-time analytics platform that gives you all those data points and then ties those data points to video and audio using your surveillance system. Um, so that you can quickly search and find the answers or the behaviors that are causing the data. Um, So you can take the good and replicate it and hopefully eliminate the bad and uh, get rid of the loss in the store and lead to a little bit more profitable stores and better customer experience overall. So that's what what we do with that. And and that makes a lot of sense about, you know, initially we were connected, um, not just because we're in the restaurant space, but because it's kind of like a, a virtuous circle, right? Where we, we are collecting that feedback and getting that one-on-one interaction and giving that data from a, the customer's perspective of how to improve. And you're getting that perspective from kind of like the business side, right? Of, mm-hmm. of, uh, of it. And so we're, we're meeting at the same point. And so utilizing our solutions together um, makes a lot of sense in, in getting that full circle. So what, what things are you seeing right now? There's a lot of people who are opening back up they're looking to hire new people. Is is now the time to do something like this, or should they wait? And now, obviously, you know that's kind of a kind of a setup, you know, softball question for you here, Brock. <laughs> so, so sorry, we're not doing any like hard hitting BBC questions. But is should should people use savvy solutions? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Um, no, we're we're busier than we've ever been. Uh, and the why, reason- why do you think? Yeah, um, we've asked ourselves that question, right? And if you look at it, this whole pandemic and everything, all it's done has accelerated things that were already happening, right? There was kind of a change Mm -hmm. and a shift happening in the space, um, whether that was kind of more convenience for consumers, whether that was curbside pickup, third-party delivery, right? Um, Consumers were demanding a little bit more convenience, and with this new demand and all of these new services and opportunities out there, groups that are trying to innovate and that are on the front lines, right? There are a thousand different options and making decisions come back to, well, what options give me the best ROI and give my customers the best experience, right? That are leading to what we, the end goal. Um, and I think that's why we've been growing so quickly is because marrying that insight, right? If you implemented a new tool, um, well, what did that tool actually cause to happen to the bottom line? And, and that's why a lot of our groups have really been expediting rolling out our solution is because they're having to make these decisions quicker than ever before. Um, and they need real-time feedback to understand if those changes actually worked um, or not. So my opinion is, is though, right, with any, um, any change or something that throws us out of our comfort, um, and our regular element leads to a lot of opportunity. And I really think that you're watching a lot of brands 
take advantage of this opportunity to expedite and make changes that they were maybe hesitant about. And it's leading to a quicker feedback loop um, amongst these brands from taking feedback from customers, taking feedback from employees, et cetera, um, and implementing those changes. And it's been, it's been fun. It's a fun time to be a part of things, right? I mean, all yeah. things considered, yeah, it's, there's a lot of terrible stuff that's happened, but um, from an opportunity perspective, I'm excited to see the changes that come out of this that uh, are for the good. Now, so do you guys actually do the cameras or do you only use their cameras? We'll provide the new hardware. It's just off the shelf hardware. We're not into any okay. customer. So we'll provide it. And we have partners throughout the country that can run cabling and hang cameras, um, but we're the back end software. So if they've got the infrastructure in place, we'll just throw a little gateway device on there and integrate with what they have, which is more than half of what we do with the majority of our customers. But we do have some groups that we handle the full full rollout installation. So, so what do you say to people who say, hey, I like the idea of this, but I kind of feel like it's like spying and like I, I want to build trust with my employees and not like feel like they're getting spied on. Like, is that something you come across? Because, oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and we just tell people to that typically people feel like they're being spied on when it's happening in secret, right? When there's open gotcha. and transparent communication, no one really has a problem with it, especially if you say, hey, we're putting in this system to help us improve our operations um, and get rid of bad apples. And, and protect you as the employee, right? A lot of times there's a lot, especially in today's world, there's a lot of he said, she said, and stuff can blow up very, very quickly. And um, even if it's not accurate information, it can spread quickly. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a protection for the employees to eliminate any type of false accusations against them. Um, and then pretty easy sell to just say, look, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, all this is gonna do is help us to be able to recognize those in the store that are doing very well so that it can lead to hopefully promoting the proper people um, and obviously eliminating those bad apples. Yeah. And, and those bad apples are expensive, right? I mean, I know according to the national restaurant association, 7% uh, of annual revenue goes to employee theft. And so talk to me a little bit about what, what does that employee theft mean? Like in, in what forms are we talking about opening up the register and taking money out? Are we talking about stealing food? Are we talking about giving discounts to their buddies? Like what, what type, how do you define employee theft? Yeah, um, it, it's all of the above, right? Anything that's costing you money of inventory, um, waste as well as um, stealing the blatant cash, right? Um, so we do have those, we do eliminate the blatant things like I could show you video clips of people opening up the cooler at a Burger King and just filling it full of chicken nuggets and beef and walking out the back door, right? Um, to employees taking money out of the registers. But most times it's the stuff that you haven't thought about and that employees don't actually view as stealing. Um, the discounting um, you talked about. We had a group, um, they operate about uh, 60 QSR um, locations, and they particularly wanted our software just on the operational efficiency side. They, they said, hey, we really don't have a loss problem. Um, we're really on top of things with our employees, which, which they are, they're a very forward-thinking organization. But during training um, of just showing the system, we went through four clips of discounts, and three of them were just the employees discounting their friends or family. Um, those three clips were close to $120 in revenue. So not only were you out the revenue, but you also were out the product. Um, and if you went and interviewed those employees, they did not view that as stealing. 
right? They just were like, well, it's a perk that's given to me and I'm just hooking up my buddies or hooking up my family. One of them, it was his parents. It was his, his wife. You could tell it was his mom, dad, and his two uh, brother and a sister. They came in and ordered a $50 meal and he comped them on the employee discount. Um, and if you probably asked the family, they thought he was just passing along that perk. Um, well, when we were reviewing that with management and ownership, they were a, a little less um, happy about that and viewed that a little differently than just hooking up your family. Um, so it, it is it is all of those different things, voids, refunds, um, but a lot of it is in discounting um, and just different behaviors of giving away things for free. Um, that every little bit starts to add up and, and the 7% uh, obviously is a pretty significant chunk of change. So as, as you're going about this, obviously training is something that's like really important with all of this. Do you interface with training modules or do you more inform training modules? And, and uh, yeah, start there. Yeah, I would say more just inform training modules. There, there, are, there is a lot of, we, we've made our, um, our solutions cloud-based and browser-based so anyone can get on without IT and they can export data very easily. So we do have a lot of our customers that are using these videos and training, right? Once they find something good, They'll pull that video out, video and audio out, and rather than giving a hypothetical scenario of how to upsell a customer or how to bring up a new um, item on a menu, they just pull up their top performer and just pull up the video and audio of them interfacing with the customer. Um, yeah, I think that's such a great idea, especially you know uh, showing the positive, right? Because I think that's that's where going back to the like whole spine on people, um, you want to catch people doing good too right? It's not always about catching people in the act and like, ah, you're fired. But it's like, no, look what this person did. And that's awesome. You know, at Ovation, we give each other ovations um, where we say, hey, I, I saw that Seth did this last week really good. So I just wanted to like thank him for that. You know, catching yeah. people doing good is a huge motivator to get them to, to do more of that and to repeat that action. So I think, I think that's a great way to, you know, positively use the system. Yeah, we hope, our hope is that after a couple months of using our system, they've eliminated all of the bad. So now they're just focused on the good, right? Because it's really hard if you're operating even district manager over six restaurant locations, trying to understand and highlight and know what's going on in the store with your frontline employees and who's doing a phenomenal job. Unless some customer leaves a review and calls out the name of the employee, it's really difficult to know who's really your top performers and giving their all to your organization. And you want to one, um, recognize them, but two, move them up and, and spread that around your organization. Yeah. Um, and we hope that this system allows them to do that. Awesome. So what would you say to someone who's uh, listening, watching, and they don't think they can afford savvy solutions? It's like, man, that's like a lot of tech. I can't afford that. Um, aside from call us up to actually see if, you know, if that's, if, if that holds true, what could they do themselves that would help to like solve some of these problems? Do you think? Yeah. Um, just start paying attention. If you, even if you don't have our service to your data, um, put it in some sort of visualization, right? Visualizations are minds. We're just visual people as humans and we can interpret information far quicker. Um, but just start paying, paying attention to the details around your discounts, your voids, your refunds. Um, and then from a performance standpoint, um, those key things, right? Average ticket values, um, increase in sales, increase in certain item sales, um, when, when you're paying attention to the small details and then trying to find the behavior behind that is 
I'll, I'll just be honest, is a little more difficult without a tool like ours because yeah. even we do go on site, right? When the boss is on site, we're all on our best behavior, right? I even had to throw pants on doing a, a virtual meeting today because we knew someone was going to be around, right? You just, there's different behaviors when, uh, when we know someone is there watching and we want the most raw um, experience and it's, that is difficult to do without tools like ours. But pay attention to your data. Data doesn't lie. Love that. Any, any last pieces of advice? Um, just take advantage of this opportunity. Um, and I, I think that we're, we're seeing an inflection point where um, innovation is increasing and it's leading to just a better overall. I mean, as a consumer, uh, it's been amazing, right? When you can pull up and get something just dropped right off in your car and you don't even have to go into the store or yeah. stop picking up takeout without ending the call that you're on. I mean, there, there's a lot of fun stuff. So I would say just embrace the change. Um, pay attention to what's driving a better customer experience and what's leading to better ROI for your organization. Um, and typically it's not, right? I think we should all be patient and see where things go, but excited about where the future is. Good, I love that. So here are the takeaways. One, uh, use your data to get to questions and also use those questions to come up with actual solutions, right? Don't just like implement stuff, but actually like think about what's, keep the end in mind, right, Stephen Covey. Uh, yeah. Two, if you're using video systems, be open about it. I like that, right? And, and take the, uh, let them know why and the positive side of it. Three, um, train, and I think this sounds like very obvious, but like train your staff on what stealing is uh, in, in time, in uh, food, in actual money and discounts. I think that's important. Uh, four, pay attention to those um, small details. You know, as you're there, try to, try to uh, look at it from the perspective of what are, the what are the actions that are leading to the results that you want and how do you replicate those? Obviously solutions like uh, Savvy help with that. And then lastly, take advantage of this opportunity. Implement tools that are creating a better customer experience because coming out of this, people are going to be expecting a better customer experience um, because if they're gonna go out there and, you know, I don't wanna be overly dramatic, but people are like considering it's risking my life to go to a restaurant right now, you know? Um, and that, that sentiment is going to take a while to fade off. So have that better customer experience. So um, Brock, how do people find you, follow you online? Yeah. Um, www.getsavvy.com. Hopefully we're helping people get savvy. Um, and it's S-A-V-I.com. Um, you can also reach us on Facebook at getsavvy.com or get savvy. Your Twitter handle is get savvy. So just encourage people to get savvy. S-A-V-I. Awesome. Well, uh, Brock, today's ovation goes to you, man, for getting people savvy, helping them get the data, the insights uh, to help their business improve and help people become better. So thank you, Brock. Appreciate it. I appreciate the time, Zach. Thanks for having me on. Glad you're with us today. And thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to OvationUp.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.